Welcome to Let's Talk Family Law, your source for how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. This podcast series is created and produced by Weber Gallagher. Visit us at wglaw.com. This program should not be considered legal advice. Please consult our attorneys for your specific situation. And now, here are our hosts. Hello, and welcome to the latest installment of the Let's Talk Family Law podcast uh, brought to you by Weber Gallagher. My name is John Zerzola, and I am a partner in the family law department at Weber Gallagher. We do divorce, child custody, uh, prenuptial agreements, spousal support, child support, everything that sort of comes under the rubric of family law in Pennsylvania. Um, Today, the topic is, or the question I should ask is, how much does it cost to get divorced? Um, Rather uh, than trying to answer with one specific number, because of course there is no one specific number. Really the question is, is why does it cost so much to get divorced or what makes divorce so expensive? Um, We're gonna try to answer those questions today by taking a look at the process very quickly and looking for the different sort of opportunities or pitfalls that might make an otherwise simple divorce or even a complex divorce a lot more expensive than it should be because they can get expensive. Let's start first with um, the idea of how attorneys get paid, how divorce attorneys get paid. Um, So there are a few different ways. The most uncommon way for a divorce attorney to get paid is to be quoted uh, or quote a client a flat fee. So for instance, if you were to call a family lawyer or a divorce lawyer and say, hey, I have to go to court for spousal support or child support. I just got this notice in the mail. It's very rare that you'll hear an attorney say, oh, give me you know, $500 or something and I'll go to court with you. Um, in reality, in family law, um, as um, like other areas of law, but unlike other areas of the law, there's a lot of office work that goes along with that. Um, for instance, um, you know, before you go to court, you should know what you're walking into. So it's very rare in my estimation that a quality family lawyer will quote you a flat fee and say, you know, just give me that and I'll come and stand up in court with you. There's a really a lot of work that goes into preparing for a case. And as you're going to find out in a few minutes, really family law can go in a whole bunch of different directions. Um, and anybody that's been involved is shaking their head right now and say, I know exactly where he's going with this. Um, so most of the time you're going to find out that a quality family lawyer is quoting you a retainer against their hourly rate. So the, the attorney may say something like that. Um, well, you know, I require a $2,500 retainer against my hourly rate of, you know, $285 an hour or $400 an hour or whomever. Um, uh, however, that they're going to charge you, whoever's going to do the work. A lot of times in larger family firms, um, you will be notified and it'll be disclosed how much each of the partners and how much each of the associates charge per hour um, from which they'll be taking from your retainer. A lot of times that's because some of the more simple things like typing or like um, legal research, which isn't so simple, but some of the uh, the more routine things, uh, a, a family law partner who's charging $400 an hour or something like that will have an associate work on. Perhaps the associate only charges $185 an hour or $250 an hour. 
you would probably agree that for some of the simple things, you didn't hire the $400 lawyer to you know, sit there and type or, or something like that. So it's important to know the first thing is how you're being charged if you're going to be retaining a lawyer to do a divorce or a family law case. Now, let's talk about how this uh, comes about. Let's talk about sort of what it actually means to have a divorce or a family law case. All right, so two people um, are either married or not married. Um, they may have children. Very often they do have children um, and they are splitting up. Um, there are a whole bunch of things that are going to happen in the marriage context. They're going to need to, you know, dissolve the bonds of matrimony, get a divorce decree, get divorced. Um, so it's, it's important to know from the beginning that a divorce is like a lawsuit. You know, you're filing a lawsuit against somebody. Somebody's going to be the plaintiff. Somebody's going to be the defendant. It really, this, uh, it's decided by who files first. Um, it doesn't mean a whole lot who's the plaintiff and the defendant, but it does. it's a lawsuit. You're suing somebody. So right off the bat, there's going to be some costs for um, filing, drafting, getting all the information that goes into getting the basic documents filed. Um, and, you know, a couple of hundred uh, dollars an hour times three or four hours that that takes, you know, already you're looking at, you know, uh, amounts in the, in the thousand, two thousand dollar um, uh, realm, um, especially if it's done, you know, very, uh, very quickly, very efficiently, rather. Those are really the threshold costs, though. Um, the real work in family law goes into uh, preparing the case for all of the different avenues it could take. So you might remember a second ago, I mentioned that a divorce is a lawsuit. There's a plaintiff, there's a defendant. But in a case where there are going to be all the sub-issues that you might expect, child support, spousal support, um, child custody, uh, maybe even domestic violence, uh, which comes under family law, especially in Pennsylvania, those are all separate lawsuits. Those are all separate cases for which documents need to be prepared and different hearings are going to need to be attended and prepared for. So you can already imagine now, if your case has all these other elements, or more importantly, if your case has all these other elements that aren't agreed to, your case is going to be very expensive. So you can have a divorce um, where the two people, they might not even really want to get divorced, but they may agree on some things which re with respect to you know, how much is the one parent going to pay the other parent in child support? Um, which parent is going to have primary physical custody of their children. If some of these things, if even one or two of these things is worked out prior to that, you will save thousands and thousands of dollars rather than um, arguing about every little thing. You're going to see that divorce and family law to a large extent is um, it ba it's based on what the two people are willing to agree to. If they're literally fighting about every single possible thing that could come up, like whether the sky is blue or the sky is, you know, whatever, gray, white. Um, these are things that are going to have to play out in court or just between telephone calls, letters back and forth with the attorneys, which again, emails, things like that you're getting charged for. So these are things that you got, you have to mind when you're having your, uh, 
questions to yourself with respect to, you know, can I agree on that? Can I agree that I don't want Wednesdays and I'd you know, rather have Thursdays because the other person's schedule permits it? Everything costs money with respect to how you are um, commen uh, commencing your family law case. Okay. Some of the big things which we have to talk about now, though, are in the context of a divorce. We talked a minute ago about how your divorce case could go off into five different areas, like, you know, domestic violence and child custody, child support, all that kind of stuff. But within the divorce, there's a whole bunch of opportunities to run the bill up. Um, and those come in the uh, form of disagreements within the divorce case. The divorce case, remember, has to deal with things like the date of separation. The two parties could disagree on when they were actually separated. That could mean a whole lot with respect to the assets. The divorce case deals with things having to do with getting the divorce case done, getting real estate sold. Some, um, one of the parties might have to go to the court if the other party disagrees that, listen, I can't keep this house, we have to sell it. I'm not going to take all the money, we'll put the money in an escrow account, or indeed, we can split it right now, 50, 50, 60, 40. But you know, I really need your cooperation on this. They won't let me sell the house just by myself because you own it. A lot of times the other side could be angry and they could be spiteful, they could not agree with the process, they might not wanna get divorced. You might have to go to court to get a judge to say, listen, you guys are where you are. The house needs to be sold. That could cost a few thousand dollars to go to court, to draft the documents and have the contested hearing just to give you permission to do one thing in your divorce case. Sometimes in cases of divorce where a parent is in the house with the children, they might request what's called exclusive occupancy of the marital residence. So for instance, two parties separate, the one party is maintaining the children in the marital home or the former marital home. And it becomes a situation where it's just not feasible anymore for the other parent, whether it be the father or the mother to think that they still live there, right? They might come, they might show up, they might be there before you get home from work, they might come in and make a sandwich or something like that. And it's just not realistic with respect to the fact that the two parties are separating and they're going to divorce. The other side might say something like, this is my house. You know, I'm, I wasn't put out. It still has my uh, name on the driver's license. I'm not going anywhere. I don't live here, but you can't tell me to leave my own house. Well, of course, a court can tell the person that. And again, um, you have to file something with the court, a petition or a motion, and it could be another contested hearing for which you have to go to court and sort of win that issue. There are so many issues inside of a typical divorce case where there can be opportunity for disagreement, where you have to go to court on every single thing just to get permission to move forward. In divorce, it's, it's about sharing information, sharing the information about the assets that you have or the, uh, the money you make, whether you got a raise um, or do you still work at the same place? Um, uh, that is accomplished through the discovery process. The lawyers send each other um, requests for information. Well, sometimes the other side just doesn't want to answer. Maybe they don't want to get divorced, or maybe they think that not answering is going to, you know, vest the other person with less money or something like that. Take a guess what you have to do next. You have to go to court over that issue, um, and you have to fight about um, the uh, process of making the other side uh, share the information on the assets and on the debts and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, sometimes you want an interim distribution of a marital asset. Maybe your uh, husband um, uh, has a whole bunch of stock options that are coming due. He's allowed to exercise them. And uh, he, you don't know whether he did or not. He's not sharing the information. Or maybe he did and the divorce isn't finalized. And you're like, hey, wait a minute. You know, that, that money should be distributed right now, um, even if it's distributed a little bit of it. Um, Got to go to court over that. Um, the point is, is that when you're trying to answer the question, how much does it cost to get divorced? It depends on the level of the agreement that you have on some issues, all of the issues, or even one of the issues, because there are opportunities with respect to every aspect of a divorce case that can become a problem that you have to go to court for. Now, assuming you have moved your case to a point where you're not fighting over all these issues and you're ready to get divorced um, and you're ready to have somebody take a look at the assets, there's all the other things you might be able to expect too: the cost of the experts, you might need accountants, you might need forensic accountants, you might have had to hire private investigators. There will be some costs associated with making retirement distributions happen. So for instance, if you're getting you know, half your spouse's retirement account, there's some costs that are associated with getting the permission from the court to do that. As you can expect, I could probably go on and on and on about all the different things in 22 years that I've seen in court and how to go to court over with respect to trying to get a divorce through and watching the bill run up. Um, but, you know, the things like the emails to your attorney, um, the, you know, 15 emails a day, 12 phone calls where you've talked about the same thing over and over again. Sometimes your attorney is going to hint to you, you know, we've talked about this, you know, maybe this isn't the best thing. I know it's tough. Go back and read the email I sent you the other day or, you know, let's let's wait till we get to court. I think we're prepared to do this. And, you know, really family law, divorce is really what you make of it with respect to the cost. If you have the ability to make some agreements and to look at some issues, to take your attorney's advice. Um, I hope that this was informative today and I'm certainly available for questions um, because basically these very questions are the kind of things I talk about with my own client in clients in the divorce case. So I hope this information was helpful to you today and it will color some of your decisions on how you proceed should you need to retain a family lawyer. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Family Law, presented by Weber Gallagher. We hope you join us next time to learn more about how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. Until then, please visit us at wglaw.com.